it's so strange because you know obviously like, everybody is always looking for their senior year you know that's like your last your last year to make your statement to make your mark to do what you got to do to finalize anything you need to finish so it's really strange and really weird it's obviously like you have your hopes and your plans for your senior year. And obviously everything is just completely different. Like I've been trying to apply for different interests for the fall. Very few places are accepting interns. Like, you know? So it's like now, it, it's always been hard to find interests, but now it's even harder. Like, it's mission impossible. Yeah. Uh. I lay on the sky. You gotta glow. You gotta glow. You gotta glow. She had my attention. She gotta know. She gotta know. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get Podcast. I'm your host, Zeke, and in this episode, my friend Wandali to speak about adjusting the COVID-19 pandemic as a college student. You can listen to this podcast on all major platforms, including YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts by clicking the link in the description below or going to allmylinks.com forward slash Let's Get Apart. Please rate it five stars. I did give a content warning for any short language used in this episode and hope you have a nice day. And enjoy the show. Welcome. Thank you for being the podcast. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. All right, cool. So the first question I always like to ask is, what would your origin story be? I don't know. Give me an idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you, be, would you use your real life? Would you make up, make up a story? Would it be fantasy, action, comedy? I think I'll stick to real. I don't know. I don't want anything crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like things pretty chill, normal. That I can like, kind of know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And what kind of medium would you choose to present it? Story. Storytelling is the best. Written, writing, in a book. Yeah, right, book about yourself, like my autobiography, Wandle. Yep. I'm going to tell her how it is. I'm going to be able to tell all the crazy stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it the was... best. A what? It's just the best way. I'm, I can't rhyme, so I wouldn't be a good rapper. So <laughs> I can't sing, <laughs> so I don't have a lot of ways to express it. And would you talk in childhood or are you talk from adulthood? I think teenage years would probably be the best. Mm-hmm. That's when I had the most fun, I think. <laughs> now it's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> like everything was new, it was exciting, and now everything just became mundane and stopped. You gotta be an adult or whatever, so everything's boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we wouldn't be adults as children. Yeah, that aged bad. <laughs> <laughs> Like I found our parents when Timmy became an adult. He was like, this is boring. He was like, I should have listened. <laughs> this is not good anymore. It's not fun. <laughs> you got responsibilities. You got to take care of yourself. Just the word bills we want to throw up. Like, it's just not good. <laughs> it's just not good. I hate being current pur- purchases. <laughs> but yeah, so like, how's been adjusting to the current state of the world? I think that at first it was a lot of like in denial and at first it was kind of easy to think this is something short term and like I think at the beginning I was hopeful the first like few weeks I'm like this is gonna get over fast 
and it's gonna be done and we're all gonna be fine and this is just gonna be like us taking a moment to like relax to you know just catch up on ourselves to have a mental break but no <laughs> I think that as time progressed it was like it's something that is just like makes you feel terrible I mean I still forget like when I was at like the grocery store to get a mask I gotta run right back like oh my god my mask um I think that in general, we're ruining a lot of plans. Like even my summer internship itself, I was supposed to actually be out of state interning. And obviously that didn't go well. And even just the thought of starting my senior year online is horrible. So, <laughs> but you're going to keep going. I mean, you have no choice. You're just going to adapt to what we have right now and work with what we have. Yeah. Same here. I was like, oh, we had Ebola. We get done with this. And then... CUNY closed and NBA closed the same day. I was like, what? <laughs> Time to panic. Took a week. Got back to normal. Now just adapting. No, you know. I, in the beginning, like, I was, I was like, this is fine. This is fine. But when the summer hit officially and it was not fine, because it was just getting worse. I was like, I'm depressed now. Like, I'm just looking at the same four walls. <laughs> and even, like, you know, when you're working online and you're still staying in the same place, like, I spent pretty much my whole entire day in my room. If I'm not sleeping on my laptop, then I just go down and eat. Like, you know, I'm just there all day. I'm there from eight to five, just staring at my laptop in my room. So it's, it's like a horrible feeling of just being in the same four walls. Yeah. Well, you have your own room? Nice. Of course. I don't have my own room. <laughs> I would be miserable if I didn't have my own room. I wish I had my own room. But yeah, I live so. Oh, yeah, you do. You have, like, two stories and, like, everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do have a backyard, so if I, I could always go to the backyard. You have a back, you have actually a yard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the driveway and stuff, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could pick, pick a fence and everything. Well, it's not white. You could paint it white, but it's, it's just a wooden fence. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here in the projects, you know, surviving. But it still doesn't make it any better. I don't think that leads <laughs> anything. Because, like, all the bugs outside. So I, I just don't want to sit outside. In the, I don't want to sit in the middle of the sun and like, do homework or anything like that. So, no, it doesn't make anything better. Yeah. So, yeah, we know all adjustments. So, like, so now you put this on your senior year in online, away mm-hmm. from everybody, all your friends. Mm-hmm. it's so strange because you know obviously everybody is always looking for their senior year you know that's like your last your last year to make your statement to make your mark to do what you got to do to finalize anything you need to finish so it's really strange and really weird it's obviously like you have your hopes and your plans for your senior year and obviously everything is just completely different i've been trying to apply for different interests for the fall very few places are accepting interns like you know so it's like now it's always been hard to find interests, but now it's even harder. Like, it's mission impossible. <laughs> you know, you try not to give up, but it's hard. Yeah. You know, like, a big part of college is being in the campus, being with your friends. Like, that's what makes it better. Like, when you hang out with your friends and things like that, you don't have that now. So, it's just all strange and wrong. It just all feels wrong. Like, it feels <laughs> right right now. <laughs> it's like, something's off. I can't put my finger on it. It's all wrong. And so, yeah, senior year, I remember that. It was a year ago. 
Well, at least you got to be on campus for most of it, so. Yeah, first semester I had two days of classes and two days of work. And then my last semester I had three day, three jobs, four days of classes. That was, that was fun for you. Well, yeah, that was a lot of headache, but you know, something like. <laughs> I also think that like, for example, the way, the way that your ended was strange itself. You know how I was president of Acidone. So yeah. even not being able to do gala and like actually pass down the presidency, like it was like a really weird ending. Even like trying to do the final budgets was all like really strange. Then we had to do elections, totally weird, you know, trying to do it like on Zoom and trying to get to know people. And you always, you always want to read people's like body language. You can't do that now. So it was all very weird. And even now, like I, st- I still feel like I should be president of Ashton. I feel like I didn't, I didn't end that chapter right. You know, I didn't end it the way it was supposed to end. Yeah, I felt like the same. Like you just like it kind of just cut off. It was like, mm-hmm. it's just like, no, this not has. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Yeah, I think it was a real. It's a, a really strange just disconnect for everybody. But this is a good oh, story. Right. The good story for your origin story, but like 2020, oh my I survived. God. If I could just delete the whole year, <laughs> it'd be a little better. Horrible. It's funny that the meme that I was like, 2020 about to be a movie. Yeah, 2012. Mm-hmm. I was like, I picked the worst year to turn 21. I, mean, I couldn't pick it, but <laughs> it was the worst year to turn 21. I was like, this summer is going to be lit. Like, this is the summer, right? As I was like, I turned 21, but yeah, no. New, new um, decade, new me. I was like, finally, I'm an actual grown adult. I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. doing my internship. I'm lit. No. I'm away from the family. I'm, I'm not lit. Here I am with the family. <laughs> like, indoors. <laughs> not doing anything. And like how 2020 started off with like, hey, World War Three. Like now nah, we have a pandemic, what? Every month. It just is worse and worse. And I think that the our current, like just the political climate itself doesn't help. The person we have in office doesn't help. I mean, I, I generally do think that if we have different leadership, things would have played out a little more different. Things would be a little better, but yeah. There's like no helping us until we get a new president at this point. <laughs> we, need no, we need no government. We need to restructure everything. Yeah, a new system. It's just not good. Like, it don't, the system only benefits the top 1%, and that's just that. Give me one second. Mother had to get by. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is, I know you can hear my mom screaming from downstairs. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I did uh I did a um the first episode for the season, this will be season three episode two. Uh, I was doing with Alex and in his episode his uncle came in. He was like some <laughs> questions. And then five minutes later my mom started yelling in the background. I was like, you know what? Parents don't really care what you're doing in life. That's, that's essentially what happens all the time. 
He gets on the I'm gonna have a job interview. Where they go to the bus and like, what's good? I'm always like gonna work on the door, like bursts open, and I'm like, like I'm on a job call, like I'm gonna Zoom meeting or something, and the door just bursts open. She's like, hey, I'm checking in. <laughs> She's like, you want some juice? I'm like, get out, get out, <laughs> like, get out. It's so annoying. Yeah, but like, how was classes online? Because I had classes online, but like, you no, know, like all of them online were in a different story. I, it's just weird. I've always had like bad time management and like procrastination has always been like so bad. So now more than ever, it's just like, it was already hard enough as it is to get up and go to school. It's even worse now. Like you're just going to open your laptop. It is so hard. I think that the distractions you have at home are so hard, right? Like I have little cousins who are constantly being loud, running around and screaming and acting crazy. So there's, they're like a big distraction. They're like, you know, you're just everybody else in the family is a big distraction. So staying focused, trying not to procrastinate, actually getting the work done and doing it right, it's just all a lot. And then also trying to keep yourself sane because you're with your family all day, every day, is a lot. Or that's why I need to get my bike fixed. I can start riding my bike for no reason. Well, I don't even know how to ride a bike, so. We need to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no balance, so no. <laughs> I can't ride a bike. Yes, I'm 21, can't ride a bike. <laughs> that explains my whole life. <laughs> like, if I didn't break the brake, I would ride my bike for no reason. Just like, doo doo doo. No. Mm-mm, I'm scared. I'll probably fall right off. Yeah, then just get up. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to fall. <laughs> I can't ride a bike. I can't swim. Like, no. I'd just be scared, so I just <laughs> I don't engage any of that stuff. Wait, aren't you from like aren't you from DR? Yes. <laughs> aren't you surrounded by water? <laughs> well, yes, but where I'm from, there's like there's no water. Mm-hmm. I'm from the countryside, and the closest thing is like a river that's like 45 minutes away. And unless I'm gonna ride a horse there, I don't know how to <laughs> get there. So no. Well, you still gonna ride a horse, but you can't ride a bike. <laughs> well. We go on motorcycles, but still, like... That's the same thing as a bike. No, but I don't drive it. I'm behind. I'm like the passenger. I'm not the one driving. Not the one driving. I'm never the one driving. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, it doesn't matter that I'm from DR. I still can't swim. That, that doesn't... <laughs> I like, can't. Like, me as a black American, they, they prevent us from going to the pool. So, you have a history and I learn how to swim. So, and I live in the city. So that's why I don't have to swim. Yeah, but there's no, there's like, there's not water around me, like really close. So no, you don't really swim where I'm from because there's not water around. But yeah, seriously, the, all you do is ride the bike, all you do is just sit in there, practice your balance, and then you practice your pedaling. Yeah, I don't know. But we'll see. <laughs> Stay tuned to ask. <laughs> Part two, Wanda Lee. Still don't have to ride a bike. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's been happening all my life. My dad tried it. Like, when I was in elementary school, he bought me a bike. And, you know, me being me, I just left it outside and somebody stole it. Yeah. And then I never got a bike again because I got, because my dad was like, you let somebody see it. <laughs> he was like, I ain't teaching anything. <laughs> He's like, you left it outside. And I was like, well, it wasn't like outside, outside. It was like a driveway. So somebody came into our property onto the driveway to steal the bike. 
but it was still my fault, so <laughs> I never had a bike again. <laughs> yeah, I learned how to ride a bike in elementary. Fuck God, then we learned in twelve when I was twelve in middle school. Had my grandma hold the back of the hold the back of the bike. Ironically, I try to teach my sister how to ride a bike. <laughs> that didn't go well. It's the blind leading the blind. I literally, I thought it was like in like the TV shows. So I just like pushed her and I thought like it was going to work, you know? Like, oh, this is going to be a miracle. She was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I watched TV and this is what it did in the TV show. I'm going to just push you and you pedal, you're going to be fine. That didn't go well. But she learned eventually, but not with me. <laughs> you got to start with the um, balance. Then you start about pedaling and then you learn how to brake. Yeah, I just and now as an adult, you have to ride in the street. That's scary. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, how I rode my bike in the wild. I was like, I don't want to get hit. Yeah, no. And New York is crazy. No, people drive crazy in New York. So I wouldn't even trust that. Even this bike lane, I still don't trust it. <laughs> it's like the outside seating. Are you really gonna sit outside in the street? Somebody, mm. you don't know. You don't know what's gonna happen. I mean. So the whole outside seating thing, there are some areas that like literally close off the block. So like there's no actual cars passing by because the block is closed off. But if the block is not closed off, like that's super dangerous. Yeah. It's way too dangerous. Have you been out to eat yet? In terms of eating outside? Yeah, like the outdoor seating type of thing. Have nah. you tried it? No? Okay. I just go dash, we eat, or pick it up. <laughs> I really tried it like two weekends ago. First of all, the area that I went to, like it was crazy. Like you had to wait an hour to be seated, right? That was number one. And on weekends, they don't even let you do reservations in that area, which is ridiculous. So then you end up waiting for an hour to like get a seat and sit down and eat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like really hot outside. So you're like sweating and and it somehow there still is a lot of people outside. So, I don't recommend it. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Thumbs down for outdoor eating. Yeah. Yeah, this is like our second time we've been like being part of history. I'm getting tired of that. <laughs> Not even third. Wait. No. Yeah. Because you were born before 9 11. Mm-hmm. I was born in 99, so. <laughs> Too BS has happened. I can't. I can't. <laughs> too intense. Too much. Yeah. I'd be losing my mind. I'd be like, okay, was I just be waiting? I just be laying there. Like, what's next? Like, what, what's gonna hit me next? <laughs> okay, so one more thing. We bought that in July. Next is August. This will come out in that. This will come out in September. Not even October. Oh. So like. You could look back like, oh, yeah, we were so enthusiastic about the rest of the year. And then we find off aliens. Well, I don't know, because I'm not too enthusiastic. I'm just hoping that, like, come December, they have, like, a vaccine. But I don't know. I don't know, because things just don't seem to be going in, in a good direction 2020, so... If 2020 keeps it up, 
I don't know. I don't know who's gonna be any good this year. Gotta move I, to Mars. No, I should have known it was gonna be bad. We all should have known when World War Three started the third day. <laughs> Everybody was like, "Wait, what?" And I'm able. I now had to self. I had to apply for selective service for financial aid. And I still in the age group. I'm just like, no. So no, when Kobe died at the end of January. Like, these were all clear indications that we didn't take them. There were clear indications, okay? Tragic, and we didn't take them. And now here we are. Tragedies every other day. Just too much stuff. It's way too much stuff. Yeah, what can we look forward to? Well, you about to be done with college with no job market? Not exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the same boat. I only graduated a year earlier. Like, that was already a fear of mine, and now it's, like, just magnified. Yeah, that was my fear, too. You just kind of get over it. You just kind of graduate and be like, all right, cool, what's next? Yeah, I don't like that one. I don't. (laughs) <laughs> I like I have everything pre-planned like I knew that my summer I was going to intern in Washington DC like I knew it before 2020 was going to start I already knew that and before March I already I was already doing the um the interviews so I already knew end of March I was gonna so I was supposed to be there so I had to pre-plan everything and I already had a place where I knew I was going to apply for the for the fall but they're not taking interest anymore, so now I'm gonna reevaluate my whole entire plan. You gotta make your own plan. Do your own thing. I had a plan, and it was working really well till COVID. It was working really well. <laughs> What's your major um, again? Corporate communications. You know, really broad, so I could do a lot of things. You start talking online, I'm like, yo, this is what I like to think. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what I, what I can do. Come come next year. Let's see what I can do. But right now, everything looking bad. The only place that looks like they're doing good is Google. Oh, and Amazon, because they became they, essential. They just keep making money. They just keep making money every day. So it looks like that's where you got to apply now because. I mean, <laughs> what, what else can we do? I don't know if you saw that, like, Google announced that they're going to let people work from home till summer of 2021. They already announced that. I'm like, well, there goes the whole Google said, <laughs> Google said we're going to be indoors till summer of 2021. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's great for, like, sleep because I don't have to wake up an hour and then travel for an hour. I gotta just wake up one hour before work, but like. You're lying. You're not gonna wake up an hour before work. Trust me. I do. You, I work it no, out. No, because I literally thought, I'm like, okay, so now I'm gonna travel. So essentially, I don't gotta wake up that early. So I have all this time that I could just, like, no. I literally set my alarm and I wake up like 30 minutes before. So I just get up real quick, take a shower, get dressed, brush my teeth, and then I sit in front of my laptop. Yeah, I wake up an hour early, hour and a half early. Sometimes before the alarm. Sometimes I wake up like eight forty-five. I'm like, why am I up this early? And you wake up at ten. Then I get myself ready, and I'm ready to start to speak to these children. 
you know, by the time it's 8.45, probably answer like 20 emails. By the time it's 9 a.m., I'm already like in a, in a team meeting, so. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought I was going to be waking up and doing my thing, but no. Mm-mm. That's not how it works. You thought, well, <laughs> at least not for me. Like, I thought I was going to be able to wake up and be fine, but no. It's like even worse. Sleeping habits are just ruined. Oh, yeah. I go to bed like 3 o'clock in the morning, sometimes 7. I try so hard. I'm like, tonight is the night. You're going to sleep early. Next thing you know, it's 1 a.m. and I'm just laying there rethinking my whole life over. Like, <laughs> I can't do this. Like, every day. <laughs> that's at night, we try to sleep. That's when you think of everything. I, I'm going to solve all my life problems. No, seriously. I've been thinking about everything. Like, the most smallest thing. Like, I wonder where I put that pencil from the two years ago. Like, what? Like, it's like most random <laughs> things that come to mind at that time. I'd be so upset. Think about the past conversations and re in your conversations. Like, I should have said, said this. My life be different. <laughs> Think of every good argument you could possibly have had. <laughs> like, next time I see them, in like three years, I'm going to say this next time. I've been thinking of every, every little thing that I did wrong. I'm like, I always, I always end up thinking back to my freshman year when I got a, when I got a D in pre-calc. And I don't want like downhill at that very moment. I always think back at that. I always think about how poorly I did at Baruch freshman year. And how ever since then I've been trying to work so hard to fix what I messed up that first year. <laughs> like I could I should have done better. Should have started off greater. Yeah, I really played myself. I, and I'd be laughing at myself too. Like I really because I was really crying over math. So now I'm sitting and laughing at myself. Like you were really a fool. You really laughed. You were really crying over math. Freshman year. I, I had another friend who was crying over math. I kind of left her crying. But she was with her friend, so. And she's still mad to this day, so. <laughs> like, I just met her, like, a month ago, so, you know. Like, at the time, I just only met her new for, like, a month. So I was like, oh, you're crying. Mm-hmm. Time to back away. <laughs> slowly walk away and not come back. <laughs> you were like, yeah, I don't know how to handle this. I'm, I'm leaving. Like, ah, emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just, I think I was genuinely retarded freshman year. Like, I don't know what I was doing. It's like you kind of try, you kind of try to like fit in, but then you don't know how to, and you kind of like try to like. I think that you really are trying to find like, your personality and where you want to go and what you want to do. So you end up you end up messing up somehow. Yeah. It's like school-wise or personal life, somewhere, somehow, something goes a little astray and you're get it back together again. Because that's just the point of your life where you're in. You know, you're 17, 18, or 19, whatever, you're starting and you just, you're not 100% sure what you want to do. I mean, do we really know not right now what we want to do? Um, that's I, <laughs> I really think that like, before we were younger, like, right until we finished high school, everything was set up. Like, we knew everything we had to do because everything was, pretty, everything was pre-planned for us. Yeah. We knew, you go to elementary school, you go to middle school, you go to middle school, you go to high school. Then when you go to high school, you go to college, but now what? After college, what are you doing? You don't have, like, a, you don't, yes, they tell you, like, oh, this is your major, you got to take these classes. But it doesn't have the same structure as high school. You didn't pick up your classes, everything was picked for you. So it's hard when you have to make your own decisions. Like, 
as soon as you have to make so many decisions for your own, it starts getting really hard and really overwhelming. Because obviously school was easier then. Yeah. It wasn't a worry. You don't have to think about, hmm, how should I make my schedule? I'm going to cry now because I wanted to take this class and it closed. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. So I miss being in high school. <laughs> I miss that. Now, I miss being young. That's why I miss high school, but I, miss, but I like the freedom of college more. No. I don't. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, granted, I come from an old protective mother, so, you know, freedom is always wanted it. I mean, I, I get that. I, on purpose, I decided, like, I was going to go to high school in Manhattan when I lived in Queens, just because I want to be far away from my family. <laughs> And even then, like, my mom would clock me. She's like, okay, your class finishes at 2.30. So that means that before, th- before 4, you're going to be sitting at home eating dinner. And I'm like, so if my train was late or something happened, my mom was calling me, calling me, calling me. Like, it was going downhill. And I'm like, but I'm on the train. <laughs> on my way. So she like, was, I'm trying. Yeah, like, she was, like, you know, pretty much on top of me about that. But I still preferred... High school, like, it, high school made more sense to me because I knew what I was doing versus now where I'm just like up in the air, like, what's next? Like, I don't know. <laughs> For me, high school was definitely structured. Had seven APs in four years, you know, this college work. Over 11 regions for no reason. <laughs> I liked it. I, I think I liked it. I think that because I went to a, like, kind of a specialized high school. It was a little different. I went to the high school of fashion industries. So mm-hmm. instead of having people would have like seven, eight periods, I had nine because there was more things to be done. And even then, like I was spent like two periods for like an hour and a half managing a school store. Like what, what even is that? What does it even mean? Like I was essentially standing in a little store that was in the school trying to sell t-shirts to any, to any guests that would like come in. So I don't know. I just for me, high school was fun in that aspect. Like I think I had a I had a, I had a major in high school, so I thought that was fun, and there was different experiences that I got to do. So I had fun. I think in high school overall, I liked it. I had school like you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that, and this is your plan for life, and you don't have fun. Sometimes we went to like next, we went to like mixed games sometimes, but like it was like work, and then we would have after school tutoring Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then junior year, I went to calculating every day. And I was like, I'm not going to fail this. Yeah, no. I think that it, it was strict. Obviously, I was trying to, I was, I made sure that I was in the top 15% of my school. But even then, like, I did everything else. Like, I, I mean, I, well, right now, I, I can't because of COVID, but I've always volunteered in my church. I was spend my summers doing, like, sales in the church and doing Christmas plays and all that stuff. And I did that all throughout high school and even in the beginning of college. I, when I was in high school, I was on the volleyball team. I was a co-captain of a dance team. I was part of a program called like Adopt a Student where you would like talk to people in the industries. When I was a junior, I even interned at Barney's New York. I interned there when I was like 17, I was interning in Barney's New York. I was, I used to tutor people. So I, yeah. 
I seemed like I had my life together <laughs> while I was in high school. Like, I felt like I had it together. You know, I was doing extracurriculars. I was volunteering in my community. Like, I thought I had my life together. Like, I was like, wow, like, I'm an adult <laughs> while I was in high school. Yes, I'm managing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, I'm good at this. Like, I'm really good at this. Like, I started class at 8 a.m. And at 7.30, I was sitting in front of my class with a coffee in my hand. Like, I was, like, I was a grown-up. Like, I was sitting there with a coffee in my hands. You know, like I was, I was on the train already at six thirty on my way to Manhattan, and I wouldn't get home till like six p.m. because I had like all the extracurriculars, and I'll be up doing homework till like one a.m. <laughs> but I, I, I think that overall I liked it. I really did, and I felt like I had my life together. Like I was so cool. Like I was doing so many things, <laughs> but now I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you just like, uh, yes, yes. What's structure? <laughs> I mean, I try to still be like I was when I, you know, when I was in high school. Like my sophomore year was, I structured it really similar to when I was in high school. Well, I was taking classes five days. I took classes five days. I took six classes. You know, I was doing marketing for Acidome and I was a peer mentor. So I stacked it up to where I had no space and I was so focused and I did really, really, I think that was like my best year. Because I had so much, I was so focused. Like, I was so zeroed into doing well. But what I don't got a lot to do, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, I don't have a lot to do. So then I take it, like, way too chill. Like, I have to pack my schedule where I have no time to, like, wander off. Yeah. Freshman year was involved. Then my principal made me his assistant for his class and a tutor. And he wanted me to take LIU classes all senior year. I was like, what, sir? Calm down. So, unfortunately, fortunately, the LAU classes didn't work out, but you know, still a tutor and a teacher assistant. But that's fun. I think it was fun, but like, I would fall asleep at home by the time I got home. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't know. I, for me personally, I think the high school was better. I know most people prefer college because of the freedom, but I think that a lot of times that freedom will bite you in the ass. Because if you don't know how to manage your time and be responsible, it will get it will get back to you. Because if you don't have somebody on top of you and you don't know how to manage yourself, it can go downhill. Yeah. That's what happens to a lot of people. They get to college and they're just like, oh, what? What is? Like they had they had the handheld or like they had everything mm-hmm. built for them. And then we had to build it themselves. And like, okay, so I don't know where to start. I mean, you get you get used to having fun, then you kind of forget you have your own responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Some people they got a taste of freedom and it's downhill. Like they don't know how to handle that little bit of freedom, and then they just lose it. You know, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people they really really do need the extra help and extra support. And a lot of times those people don't even notice and they don't seek the help until like it's really late. Which that's I mean that sucks pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, sophomore year is when I started to open up and join different things. And I went freshman year to just me just chilling, just getting the foundation correct. And coming in with calc, I was like, oh, I'm lit. And everybody knew me because I knew I was good at calc. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucky you being there with calc already. I just gave up. I was literally like a few weeks into calc and I was like, I'm going to change my major. And I'm leaving. <laughs> I am leaving. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I remember 
So my advisor was Christina. Like she does, she, she's not an advisor anymore, but she was like, but you're so smart and you could do this. And I'm like, I, no, I can't do this. If I have a D, if I got a D in pre-calc, that means I don't know my pre-calc foundation. So calc, I can't do calc. Like, I was like, this is too much for me. I was sitting in that class lost the whole time. So I was like, I gotta get out. I gotta get out while I can. That's exactly what I did. I was yeah. out. I never did pre-calc, so you know. Damn. Yeah, no. You've been at two plus two and I'm like. Fish. <laughs> yeah, when I took statistics, I was like, well, what am I doing here? <laughs> Please. I thought I was done with math. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, stop giving me. Stop lying to me. They were like standard deviation. I was like, no, no, no. This is too much for me. Funny enough, when I took calc, when I took, calc, when I took stats, I took AP stats in high school. And then me and my friend, we both in group, and we took the AP stats in the same professor by accident. So I was like, oh, we know this. Yeah, no, I didn't know this. And I tried so hard with statistics. Like, I made sure I sat in the front row in the center so, like, I could focus. I could look at the professor. I would go to his office hours, and I was still, like, not doing good. He <laughs> was like, not good. I was like, I got a C, and I was like, it's fine. Yeah. And I'm gonna keep it moving because what else was I gonna do? Like that was that. Yeah, I got like five. Yeah, I got five C's, three C minuses, a C plus, and a C. Did you get any D's? Nah. You see, I got two of them. <laughs> two of them. I mean, I have a W. Oh, but that's different. <laughs> I got I got a zero on my um programming midterm, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna change my major and just drop this and drop this class. That and then became marketing major. I think that fits you way better, though. Oh, yeah. You're, like, talking and, like, like presenting and design. I think that it was a good choice. I think you would have <laughs> maybe even regretted it in the long run if you had not changed it. Yeah. That zero was needed in life. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, that's what I was going for in marketing, so... To the professor, I was like, hey, it's not you, it's me. Because I was taking a class, and then I was doing, I was having trouble with the homework, and I had extra dope for help. This is in the other class. This is the same class, but a different time. And then he was, then he had, like, the pre-test, like, the, pre like the um, practice test for the midterm. And that was harder than the homework. Then he was like, this is going to be harder than the test, going to be harder than the practice test. And I was like, yeah, this is going to work out. And I was yeah. like, if I... Like, no. So, if I need to change it, so here's my plan. If I pass, I'll stay. If I fail, switch a major, go into marketing. Here's a plan for marketing. Told my counselor, Andrew, like, hey, Andrew, this is my plan. And this is where we're going to go from here. Got the zero. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> nice. And he gave a makeup test, but only 50%, like, it was only 50% of our actual, like, test. So I'm just like, Nothing I do, I'm going to fail. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You graduated. <laughs> you're done. Are you going to go back for a master's? Well, not, to be rude, not at all. Not at no? all. Really? You're not interested in going back to school? I am exhausted. I've been going to school since I was three. My great-grandmother, she told my mom, like, you get him at three, he'll be tired by the time he finished. And she was right. <laughs> 
I want to go out. I mean, I haven't even finished, and I'm like, I want to go back and do a master's. I don't know about about Baruch, but I'll definitely do a master's. My grandma was like, you should go get your master's. I was like, no. 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 Yeah. <laughs> if I get my master's, I might as well just get my doctorate at that point. Well, no, you, that, doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that. <laughs> but I mean, for all that all work. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But I thought about doing a master's. My only problem is I'm not 100% sure what to get a master's in. Like, there's like three different ways that I'm kind of going with it. Either like public policy. Um, and then there's like, because there, you know, communications is huge. So you can take like, yeah. routes through it. So because it's so big, like, I don't know if I want to focus on like, more like on a PR aspect, like public communications mm-hmm. or a stable like internal communications, something like that. So that's hard to decide on because what do, we, what do you pick? Like they're also, they're all good. <laughs> they're all good. Just try all of them. <laughs> so yeah, that's my debate. Even though public policy, that, that one makes no sense with communication. Well, kind of, but yeah. it's because I had an epiphany a few months ago and I'm like, maybe I want to be a mayor. <laughs> so I was like, maybe <laughs> it's just, just like public policy. But I don't know. I, I probably changed my mind in a few months. Like, who the hell wants to be a mayor? Like, who wants to do that to herself? Like, mad work. <laughs> exactly. My mom said, so she's like, you want to be a mayor? Do you know how much work that is? I'm like, okay. <laughs> Everything's work. People sign up to be lawyers and doctors. That's a lot of work. The bar exam to be a lawyer, like, that's deadly. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, but you get a master to take another GRE or GMAT. I don't want to take another SAT. I took it once. I ain't doing that again. To be a doctor, so oh my god, that's so much years of being a doctor, so much research. Like, I was just like, I was like, at this point, nobody in my family gonna be a doctor. Cause that's <laughs> I'm like, don't point at me, cause that's not me. There was a guy who was he was like, um, deep into medical school, but then he started making content on YouTube and started making money from there, and he quit medical school. Oh my god. Everyone's like, why? He's like, it's more fun. I was like, the, my cousin, so one of my cousins married a, a doctor, and I'm like, this is the first time I meet a Dominican doctor in America. Like, I was so mindful. I'm like, a Dominican doctor in America? <laughs> like, this guy's a unicorn. This guy's a genius. I was like, this is different. This is new. This is weird. <laughs> Like, what possessed you and what got you through? But we need doctors, so that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we yeah, need right, more you, not me. Why are you <laughs> doing that? I, mean. um, oh, yeah. I changed my major twice because I was accounting at first. And my mom can okay. ask me, you sure you want to be accounting? But I got a C minus in that class anyway, so that was my second C minus. No, are you sure? Are you sure? Zicklin is just not it. Like, I don't care. Like, we'll be like Zicklin all the way. Like, that's why y'all all be dying. Like, no. Zicklin be doing much work. Like, I took a few classes in Zicklin. Like, business law was just. Oh, that was right. That was an A. I fell asleep during the final. Let me tell you. It was eight in the morning, though, so. Exactly. I was like, 
I fell asleep in the middle of it. I woke up scared trying to finish the test. <laughs> Clearly, I didn't get a good grade if I fell asleep in the middle of the final. Yeah, that was another C. Um, yeah, freshman year didn't go too hot for me. I even got a, I even got a low grade in the intro. Who gets a low grade on the intro to business? Like, you have to be crazy for that one. And there I was with a D plus. I got A minus. I don't know. What I, I'm telling you, I don't know what I was doing freshman year. You was, was adjusting. It was an adjustment period. And I was doing poorly. Yeah. Yeah, adjusting to kicking my butt. So. Like, sophomore year is when I didn't make the team's list. And I was like, that sucks. I'm going to be annoyed by that for the rest of my life. Because I got 3-4 both semester. I was like, great. Because of DC minuses. I don't know, man. I, in the long run, as long as you pay above a 3.0, it don't matter. It don't as long as you get out, it don't matter. No, no. Because I want to go back for a master's. Mm. So it does matter. I can't have it below a 3.0. I have a 3.5. I'm okay. Well, that's really good. Like I said, I got two Ds. And in order to get your grades up after you have two Ds and like three Cs, that is hard. Like, I've been trying so hard, and it's like to get up like zero point zero five. You gotta get like straight A's just to get it up. I hate it. stupid. that. But I can get up to two point five. I'm gonna get straight A's. My senior year, I can get up to two point five, but I can do it. Okay. I mean, I'm. Only time my closest I've got to sophomore year, second semester. But I got to see my answer that accounting now screwed me over. It's because accounting, who does that? Like, who actually does that? I mean, I know people do it, but who actually enjoys that? Like, Granted, on the second quiz, I got a, a 40, so you know. Well, that's not bad, though. When I was thinking, like, I've gotten worse. I've, I've gotten, like, 13 on my test. I got one time, and I was like, 13. <laughs> By the way, that was pre-calc. I got a 13. You know what I'm saying? I was looking at Converse, like, just fail me. <laughs> Don't give me a number. Just give me a zero. Just round it down at this point. That's, that's exactly when I went to Christina, and I was like, do you see this? And she's like, keep going. I'm like, so you have more hope in me than I do. This is gonna work out, and that's why I got a DMP call because I knew it wasn't gonna go when I did my first test and I got a thirteen. Like, and he was like, "Converse really said you can still pass, sir." That's just this is me no failing. Like that was so bad. It was so sad. And you remember? You remember Kalani? Yeah. So. We were in class together, and it was, like, such a big distraction because she would sit in front of me, and she would just be, we would just be laughing the whole time. And we would try to see, like, who got the worst score. Like, we were both, like, getting the worst scores. Like, it didn't even matter. And he would be, like, the worst – he's, like, the class average was of 34, and that's really good. I'm, like – Sir? <laughs> Did anybody pass? <laughs> like, it was so sad. I guess he's notorious, though, for being, like, really hard. Mm-hmm. But 
it didn't work. I still did bad. I barely passed. As long as you fight through it, you're good. It's called resilience. And it teaches you resilience. Yeah. Baruch be doing the most point blank, period. Baruch finds a way to delay your graduation and mess up. Nah, I was taking summer classes. I was like, I am not going to be here for more than four years. And I got C minus and C pluses in the classes. In summer? Yeah, I got C minus in finance. And then I got C plus in um, operations. Yeah. I used my summer to take science. I just got a B and a B plus. I was like, for summer, me. Amazing. Anyway, we had a group project to submit at the end. I didn't even do it. I just paid the kid to do it in the group. <laughs> I was like, group project? I'm going to pay you to do my part, bro. You got it. He was like, money? Money over everything. I mean, he's, he was super smart. He was a culinary honors student. So I was like, you got this. You want an A, right? So you do the work. I'm not going to do A work. <laughs> so you do the work and we're good. It worked out. I got a B plus. So yeah. it was okay. Wait, what side he took? I took the, the easy one. I might, have to, I might have to take that out. Can't have you admit to that on camera before you graduate. Um, it was a rude project. <laughs> <laughs> this evidence, she, she admitted it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Stop that. that. But yeah, I took um usually to live environment, not environmental science. Yeah. Took physics. Who takes? Hey. Isn't there math in that one? Huh? Yeah, I'm good at math. That's why I was like, I'm not trying. To, this is my senior year, last semester. I am depressed. I am sad. I am overworked. I am just trying to graduate. I wouldn't let me take a liver environmental just the system wasn't let me I was like okay great I almost fell in physics I wasn't really trying I can't fall asleep every, every day in the physics class I will fall asleep at the same time my friends would make jokes and be like yo you gonna take a nap of course and just knock out wake up ask my professor some questions like is this gonna be the test no alright okay I don't have to pay attention Granted, the first midterm I failed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got like a six, like a sixty or something like that. Like I didn't finish. No, I think like a forty. Like I got a low. Oh my god! That class almost fell too. Almost fell out of the classes. Then he gave College a second midterm. College is a joke. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know what exactly I was expecting when I was going to start college, but it wasn't this. Like, it, it was not this. I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird, because I, I didn't know what to expect, but this wasn't what I was expecting. Does that make any <laughs> sense? Like, I don't know. Stepping Granted, this is it? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Granted, um, the, like, the black movie was, like, drumline and stuff like that. They made college look super more fun. Like, the, um, something y'all made college look way more fun than it actually was. I do think that in a lot of ways, our experience is just different because we go to a community school. Mm-hmm. You know, when you do go to a school and you dorm and you stay on, com- on campus, it's a completely different experience. Like, I've talked to other people, you know, 
who go to school and they stay on campus and stuff and they have a completely different experience. They're like, oh. They have I fun. Had, yeah, like, oh, I had to decide between doing an essay or going to a party. So I did both. I was sitting in the party writing an essay. <laughs> it, was, it was a Tuesday, 1 a.m. on a Tuesday. I'm like, what? So, yes, in a lot of ways, the college or the university that you go to make a big part of your college experience. Because you can't just say college is college because where you go has a big factor in the way your experience goes. That can happen to me. Um, the A Boogie for a Spring, a spring Fling A Boogie concert. Mm. I had my, um, my, um, my Black Slaves paper due that day. Mm-hmm. So I ended up just not going. <laughs> Doing the paper the entire day. Oh my God. But because I, but I, um, um, blah, 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 I can't say it. I can't speak. I, ah, I cannot say sold. Sold my ticket to my friend for $20, so I made $10. Come on. So, can't be mad at that. Word, like, what's the, what's the concert to some money? The experience? I mean, I wasn't even listening to a I didn't know none of the songs. I don't know. I never went to any of the concerts. They didn't really care. <laughs> they didn't really care. <laughs> well, now you can't go to any, any of the concerts. <laughs> right. I probably would have wanted to go this year. This was my senior year, but like, you know, I can't go. <laughs> it's whatever. I mean, I've been to concerts. Yeah. But not a Baruch one. And it's fine. I can't even matter. The Baruch's kind of not known. It's not known for those types of events. Like, it's known for accounting. Yeah. yeah. They're known for Ziklin, not for all the fun. Like, when you think of Baruch, you don't think of fun. You think of hard work. <laughs> think of why did I go to Ziklin? And then, like, I did all this work. I'm going to stay in Ziklin. Well, I mean, at least you can say, I went to Baruch. And most people tend to know that school. They're like, oh, it's a good school, you know. They're ranked really high in social mobility and biggest bang for your buck and whatever. There was a new study that came out that rated them like a number two for public school or something. So at least you could say you went to Baruch. What? Got my degree right here. Is the frame is broken. Well, you love your degree that your frame is broken that it's in. <laughs> you know, say like. No comment. No comment. <laughs> that is four years of hard work right there. That's blood, sweat, and tears in that piece of paper. That is sad. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I bought the degree. Some pieces. No. It, it sucks cause in a lot of ways four years of you just sitting through lectures and writing papers and trying to do tests and clubs is what validates volunteering. you and a lot of times not even a good job like that is so ironic like all that for a piece of paper in a for you like really it's it's weird it's really weird when we think about it I was like, college, they sold me a lot. They was like, you know, college, you got a job. And then they, I was like, where are they at, though? But we're in the middle of a pandemic, so. And the economic recession that's hitting right now is about to be crazy. 
like there's no way we're gonna avoid a, a huge downfall once everything reopens. Like, you know how many people are not working? How many people are not probably gonna be called back? We could just hope that like people are gonna think, oh my god, like they're fresh and new after college, so they, have, they probably have work, good work ethic. Like, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Because this podcast better blow up. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I'm going to be podcasting, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Have you been applying? Yeah, I'm applying to either like stuff for like marketing or stuff for like um, youth work. Mm. Might make a career change to like youth development and helping out the people. I don't know why you did. Why is there even a program where you can become a teacher? Teach America. Why? How come you didn't do that? So I really don't want to teach. Okay. I am very scared um, to teach. I feel like I can see you doing that, though. <laughs> Just me in the classroom, like, yes, it's class. I don't know. I feel like you do really well in that because you are, like, really friendly. And like, you even used to, like, youth stuff. Like, that's something that you can... I don't know, excel in. I mean, it does sound scary. You're going to stand there in front of like 20, 30 kids and they're just be staring at you and stuff. But I think you get used to it after a while and you kind of yeah. lose that fear. So everything is scary at first when you first try it. You just got to get used to it. And I think that you would be really good at that. But then I had to get my master's. And it's like, I don't want to get my master's. The <laughs> <laughs> oh whole Your problem is the master's. Yeah, master's in education real quick. That would have been a bad thing. That's not bad. I did think about doing that for a while. I do like kids. My mom does have a daycare. And mm-hmm. I am an assistant in the daycare. So usually what I would do is like, I'll you know, go to school Monday through Thursday. And then Fridays, I'll be in the daycare all day. So I do like kids. And I do okay with them. But I don't know. It is scary. It is scary. And I mean, I was like, I was a peer mentor and all that stuff. But even then. Yeah, I got payment to a year. So over there. Nice award. You see that? I am a certified mentor, technically. Because of my certifications. You see, you're a certified mentor. So am I, technically. We are mentors. <laughs> we are mentors. My job right now is pretty much just helping these kids do black studies. I actually... Well, like a week ago or so, I actually spoke um, with a group of seek upcoming um, new students, mm-hmm. um, some of the first year students. So that was interesting. Their first question was like, "How do you get an internship?" I'm like, "Slow down." <laughs> so I, I, would you find the answer? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Luck, luck." <laughs> You got to be at the right place at the right time. You got to know the right people and just know everybody. Yeah. It's a combination of so many things because it's like, you really do get lucky if you know the right people. When I got my mechanic internship, it was just, oh, since I'm a disability, so the disability, all the people that had um, the career person, and he was talking, she gave me this opportunity, like, yo, you want to do it? I go finish schedule. We'll worry about that later. We'll worry about that later. And then I applied. At first, it was supposed to be in June. Mm-hmm. But then they was like, oh, yeah, we want you to start next week. I was like, what? 
And that's how was my third job for this last semester. Not bad. Three months. Three months. Something like. It's not. It's not bad. But you see, I think that a lot of things about internship is a lot of luck. If you meet the right interview and you are on the and you're on your A game that day, because a lot of times, like there can there's a job that on on paper it looks like it's fit for you and then it's really not and then vice versa. So I, I don't know. I think that you really just never know. Just shoot your shot and hope for the best. Because I know, like my freshman sophomore year, I was like mad scared. Like, I can't apply to nothing because they're not gonna take me. And then junior year, I was like, you know what? I'm just sending it everywhere. Like, I'm just gonna send my resume everywhere and I'm just hope that things go well. And then I did have an internship during the spring semester. And then I have this one now um, in the summer. And then let's see if I can find something for the fall. Because I've always said that I wanted to end off, like when I finish college, I want to be able to have like, three solid different internships that I can learn different things from. Because again, my, my major is so broad that I have to figure out really is specifically where, where I want to go with this. Because corporate communication, like what does it even mean? Like people be asking me, what does that mean? <laughs> like, like what you want to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, there's no career path for this. Yeah, like there's no, I've took an array of different classes. Like, I've, like I said, I took stats. But I also took, I took PR and I took group communications. So like I've taken a lot of different courses that could lead me to a whole bunch of different places. I, I mean, I minor in Latino studies. Like what does it even mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> so like, there's just so many ways I can go about finding a career. And who knows, what if I end up actually doing teaching at the end of the day? <laughs> who knows, I might end up doing that anyways. Be the governor, but what's up, governor? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. I'll be like, yo, what's the secrets? Where the aliens at? I don't know if you've seen, though. There has been videos released of, like, UFOs and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, y'all releasing that now in the middle of the pandemic? <laughs> I can't even be excited because I'm so worried about everything else. <laughs> like, they're, like, yo, they're like, yo, this is a preview of what might happen, all right? We don't know. Like now you're just freaking me out. Now I really think aliens are <laughs> like Independence Day. Ever ever seen a movie? <laughs> <laughs> ever seen Pacific Rim? That is so scary. Like, what do the what do aliens actually look like? What does that mean? Even what do they look like? I don't. For the record, I don't think they're green. I think they're like purple. I feel like they. Like, Purple or blue, but not green. Like I just don't picture them being green. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, not green. Hopefully they have a hopefully they have a um cure for corona. Maybe they can fix what we have going on here because I don't know the world is going downhill real fast. That brings another episode of the Best Guy Podcast to a close. I'd like to thank Wanda Lee for being a guest on the podcast. For next week. Wanderley and I will continue our conversation and speak about colorism. I hope you have a nice day and hope to see you there.